Hello, welcome back to the Man of Crypt. I don't know what episode we're on anymore. I'm going to be honest, 30-something. Um, last week, we had some technical issues. Uh, we'll be back in person next week. Uh, I know this is the first time that we're actually apart. We were going to last week as well. I've just had a lot of life stuff going on, and it's hard for me to get out there. Um, so, anyways, I'm Scotland. And I'm Corey, and as you can see, I'm uh, alone in the nerd bar, swirling in my own sorrows. But no, it's uh, it's great. Uh, Scotland is remote with uh, for us right now. Uh, some sorry like, for my life background. Th- life things have happened, so we are here. Uh, we've had uh, quite the day, quite the week. Yeah, let's start and, with how your week's been. And yeah, so my week has been massively, massively busy. Uh, have a lot of lot of life, like you said before, life things going on. And yeah, no, I mean, I, I think. You know, I've uh, been try. I've been doing a lot of video editing, so that's that's huge. Yeah, I'm gonna start finally like getting back on that. I had a I had a great week, honestly. This last couple weeks has been awesome, and I guess I can like condense it all down into like a super thing because uh, of last week. Um, but last week, uh, Andrew, fuck Andrew, he and I went to a uh, a concert. Uh, which was awesome. We went to see some metal bands fit for a king uh, devil wears Prada. Yeah. And then on, so that was Tuesday night. And then on Thursday night, I got a tattoo of a heart. I love it. And then uh, Thursday night of this week. So a couple days ago, uh, Austin and I went to go see Bryce vine, which was great. And then uh, I had a, we, yeah, we had the RCQ today. So I guess, uh, before we jump we into that, yeah, we're now, gonna t- you you got it. You forgot to tell them that the day that you got your tattoo, you also had a root canal. I did. Yes, that is a fair point. I had a root canal at seven thirty to ten thirty, um, and then went to the tattoo shop from eleven until I think it was like three thirty. It was four and a half hours. We took one fifteen minute break. Uh, so I could like smoke and uh, go to the bathroom. He needed to take a little break, rest his wrists. And I went outside and just got some fresh air on the work in progress. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll send the picture to Corey so you can put it in editing. Um, yeah. And and it was uh, we we sat down. Uh, was it that I think it was that night and yeah. we sat down and recorded an episode last week. And my dumb ass set up OBS completely wrong again and it was doing double audio on my side so it would it recorded like what I said before and then it did it a second time right after so it was just me constantly repeating myself and I I couldn't fix it but I figured out what I did wrong and what happened and I have since then fixed it so here we are again trying it remote again yeah we're we're trying to not focus on the remote stuff but use it since uh you know we especially Joseph Johnson left us with PTSD (laughs) hugely because I mean that was such a great conversation and our setup most of it was lost and yeah it was we, we've got to get this shit in line type deal. And, yeah, and we uh, would love to have him back eventually. And DJ Longhair, we want to have him on. You know, we have a lot of stuff and it's just good for us to, to do this. So, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's off magic topic, but sitting in the aspect of our level of recording and quality and everything, we figured out, you know, we're getting the audio down. Uh, as you can see, there's no glare on my glasses. I'm learning about lighting structures so we can sit there. Uh, I, I ended up picking up a second camera. Um, 
just today. It's not a high high end camera, but it's something that'll help us out when we're uh, doing gameplay recordings. Yeah, absolutely. So we got a lot of stuff in the works. We're we're trying to we're trying to do it, man, and and we're loving every second of it. And uh, and speaking of, while we're on the good news, I finally got a PC yesterday. So I'm now off of my laptop and it's, you know, a decent one, too. So I'm pretty stoked. So uh, that's that's good. I say we start jumping into RCQ stuff. But before that, my friend. Come on, Corey. Cheers, man. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) That was good. That's not a bad tequila. It was like an almond roca shot that I just did. I was like Disarona or something like that. My tongue hurts now. Ooh. Oh, God. We were. So one last side note, when Austin and I were at the concert, we uh, we decided that it would be a fun idea to get shooters before the show. So he and I were dropping shots before we even <laughs> went inside. I told you about that. Yeah, that's for that's a story for a separate day. So anyways. So speaking um, of you um, have gone with Andrew. You've gone with Austin. Yep. Um, you're looking at what you haven't gone with Blake or myself. Yeah. So I probably wouldn't I, go to a concert with Blake, but, and so I was looking at, um, I, I, I'm a big fan of jelly roll. Never heard him, but I'm down his, to go and his music. But, uh, I was driving home after the RCQ and it came on the radio. And I think what I need to do is I have definitely, definitely, definitely got to take you to a what I would consider a dad rock concert. I've been to dad rock concerts, though. That's the but, thing. But not with me. That's so. Fair. Uh, Def Leppard and Dragon Force is coming to town. Oh, shit, dude. I'm totally down. So I'm going to have to look it in to get into that. It's it's uh, I think it's in May. So it's sooner than the jelly roll. But May 11th, I'm going to uh, asking Alexandria with my roommate, though. So it can't be that day. Oh, it will, I'm sure it won't be that day. I think it's towards the end. But even then, I mean, I, that's a good band, too. So uh, I'll, I'll look at something. I'll get I'll get us tickets and we'll have to go go do something, too. And then yeah, now you all you got is Blake and you'll have to get Blake to take you somewhere. Blake and I got to go do something. I'm going to see the next Dune movie on the third for with Andrew for his birthday. He asked if I wanted to join him. I said, fuck yeah, let's do it. So we're going to end up going to do that. And uh, yeah. So anyways, um, why don't you jump into your RCQ experience? I'm I'm very excited and very passionate about mine. So I'll go second because um, okay. I have a lot so of shit to say. Mine was my goal was I I wanted to go in and get one win. That was the goal for both that of us. The, even that was the goal. I, I wanted to go and I wanted to get one win. Um, I didn't have all of the cards that I had been playing with on arena and practicing with. And I had to make quick changes uh, right before the RCQ. In fact, I had forgotten to put in just basic lands in it. And I, I ended up buying some packs and instead of just heard, asking the store. Yeah. And I well, I wanted to get cards anyways because I have a problem. And I ended up purchasing the disguise um, uh, commander from the Karlov. Karlov, and just to get one of the other lands, which he's like, what did the fuck did you do that? Well, I did that because I wanted the deck anyways, and now I have the deck. Um, I'm one down. I think what we need to do is um, get the last one, sleeve it up, and then just do a pre-con gameplay with them. We got Fallout coming up, too, so I'll have to pick those up and do that. 
Yeah, we're going to have to do that, too. I think that would be and a Doctor fun Who, one. I'm behind on that one. Uh, yeah, and I think that would be a, a fun play. But anyway, so that's where it started out. Everything worked out great and fine. And then I sat down and in true my luck and Bant fashion, my first two, well, my first ga- match game, uh, game with first, round. first two. Yeah. Holy shit. I drew absolute garbage. And I went up against a deck that I had never seen. And it was a Delaney trigger deck. <laughs> um, you know, one of the cards that I absolutely loved from the new set was that uh, Gorehound. And holy shit, he had those. I mean, he was getting double triggers everywhere. Uh, I, I mean, he wasn't my creatures weren't were able to block. But either way, um, he steamrolled me both both games. I. Oh, like I said, I was drawing trash. So at that point, I'm like, well, this isn't looking good. So I'm like, all right, cool. We'll go into the next round. And then this dude sits down and Nia sadly said he seemed very just disorganized, in my opinion. But he was running a uh, essentially a mono red. Oh, yeah. They called it a picnic picnic burn or some shit like that. Shitty sleeves, no mat and wasn't didn't have a deck box either. Yeah, no, it was crazy. But either way, I mean, the deck was, it's a good deck. It, it, I mean, he, he, I misplayed. Um, I ended up putting out a Jawbone Duelist instead of holding up the mana for a Serum Snare, which I, I in my gut, I knew I should have done. And he hit me for 14 damage in one turn. Sounds about right. And I was like, okay, uh, I'm fucked on this one, so... You know, let's go around. And then, like I said, I just drew complete trash. After that game, I was sitting on the aspect. I'm like, well, I'm not feeling really good about this one. I I need to do something. I need to get my one win out. And then I finished off rounds three, four, and five. Uh, I went 2-0, uh, 2-1, 2-0. Finishing out the tournament at uh, 3-2. Uh, which, which sadly, 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 if you looked at the standings and we will post a picture of the standings that were up, my, my three, two put me in 10th place. However, all of the other people that were, I believe it was uh sixth through or maybe seventh through 10th or something like that were also all three, two, but their percentages were barely higher than mine. They were so three twos or three one ones. We had a lot no, of, ties. they were all three twos. Oh, okay. I looked at it. They were all three twos, but their, their game win percentages and stuff were higher than mine. So they were bumped above me. So That's what I missed the OT O two for two rounds in a row. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I got lucky. I thought I was uh, going to do a lot worse. I just wanted the one win. I ended up going three and two and I, I'm actually pretty happy about it. This is my first standard RCQ. Um, I definitely did not go in with a deck that is considered top of the meta. It's good, and but it's not S tier. Yeah, yeah, no. And and I think I uh, like I said when that when the deck draws right, I do great. But when it draws trash, it shows. I, it, it sucks. And and the sad part about it. I, I just don't know. I've been playing with it. I, I've, I've tried different card draws to get past all of that. That doesn't work. Um, I, I've actually tried a few other things. 
Um, I found out throwing course, uh, crawling chorus back in is better because I need those, those one casting cost blockers. So, so I, I mean, I, I, I've got, I think I've got a little bit of learning to do with it. I got a lot of bit of learning to do with it. Uh, come September when, uh, Kamigawa uh, rotates out, uh, that deck is fucked. So, uh, I don't know if it's something that I'm going to try and like find something new to pursue or if I want to try and find a way to to trigger on that. I mean God, uh, uh imagine a standard without Besaju now. That's gonna be that's gonna suck. Dude, I'm I'm just looking forward to a standard without, you know, the wandering emperor. I don't think the wandering emperor is that bad. That's just going me. up me for me, it is tough. That wandering emperor pisses me off. Yeah. But yeah, so that that's where I went. I mean I, I got to say how and well, I was there, so I saw how it went. But what about you? I mean, we're we're let, let's let's get your take on how you were doing. Yeah. So like you. So I we talked about it last week, but I came extremely close to not playing domain. Um, I was so worried because everyone is so ready for domain that I'm like, I'm not going to get a fucking win. Like I'm going to end up going Oh five, like kind of thing. And I was just scared. So, um, I couldn't get all the cards in time. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. We're running domain. Like I have it. It's ready. I ended up making uh, quite a few changes to it actually. Like, so my own little spins. So like, I had one copy of the wandering emperor. I only ran one depopulate one sunfall uh, I had two Malira, the Living Cure, main board, two sideboard, and a last minute addition that I I was just looking through bulk this morning when I found it because I was making very like hour before event changes uh, was Cutsill Malamit Exemplar, which, you know, three mana, three, three, your opponents can't cast spells during your turn. The, the second part doesn't matter. Um, I'm sure, Corey, I'll send you my deck list and you'll post it up. Um, but yeah, so round one, I go in, I'm not feeling great. And I I sit down against a dude who ended up top eighting um, down the road. Spoiler alert. Uh, he was playing this weird black, green, white, good stuff deck. Obviously plays out a shieldred, a preacher of the schism. There was, uh, you know, Mosswort Dread Knight, all that good shit, like Golgari, but worse because <laughs> it has white, too. Um, so and uh, first round, I mold to five. I had no lands. I mold to five. I was super pissed off at myself uh, and I ended up going 2 So I'm on. I'm already zero one first round. Not excited. Uh, round two comes along and I get deck checked. Yes, you did. I see you were right next to me. Yep, we were. I was at the last table, court at twelve. Corey was at eleven. There was twenty four players, and uh, I uh, I was making adjustments to my deck on an app, top decked, and I forgot to hit save on my. I actually, just looked. I didn't hit save on my computer when I left, so all of the deck was the same, except I had one copy of the Wandering Emperor that didn't save to my phone. I I didn't go through my deck list by hand. I I took it all from my phone. So yes, I received a game loss for the first game and I'm already not feeling good. Um, nope. Come to find out this dude is a janky ass Demir combo deck that splashes two red cards that deals 10 damage to any target uh, using like Kyrie, Kyrie and whoever the fuck that other pairing is from March of the Machines. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't get the combo off. So I ended up going 2-0 and it wouldn't have mattered anyways because when he did get the combo piece out, I had Elish Norn out and his combo piece is an ETB trigger. So, uh, yeah. So I, for him. Yes. So I ended up going 2-1. My only loss being that <laughs> that game loss that I received for not putting my copy of the Wandering Emperor in the deck. Yeah, you uh, screwed that the pooch on that one, didn't you? Yes. So there was five domain decks out of 24, and there were two Bant Poison decks. I, I actually played two, two of the domain decks. Yeah. And uh, yeah, against Dom. We'll call Dom out. I like Dom. He helped me a lot with my deck. Um, and uh, so that was the number one deck that I was the most afraid of, because not only is like, it's it's awful. First of all, it's too fast for me. But now my life totals cut in half too. I have ten mm-hmm. poison, and so that's why I main decked Malira. Plus, her exile effect is super good. And yeah, but uh, even then, if you it, like, so when I was playing against those guys, being the toxic player, is I don't care if you have forty two life because you have so much life gain in that. I don't care. What I care about is getting those poison tickers off. Yes. And so I was the only domain player that ran Malira. No other person ran Malira. And not I was running two main board, two sideboard. I went up against Bant turn three. You did. Er, round three. Um, I loved her. She was really pretty, very distracting. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it, she was super chill. Um, round. So the first game. Um, I got I had Malira in my opening hand um, and she just couldn't really recover from that uh, game two. She mulled down to five and got stuck on two lands that weren't blue. And I sided in the rest of my Malira's. So I had two in hand and one on board. So if she did anything, you know, and then uh, uh, so she won round two um, just by killing my Malira's and shit. And yeah. And then round three. Uh, she mulled down to four, which I've never seen someone do in competitive formats like mm-hmm. this before. It was mulling down to four, and uh, I ended up pulling that one out um, just through aggression, just grinding it hard. So I am now one two at the event, or two one at the event. Now, now with your your deck, and and I've always ran uh, Fading Hopes. I talked to her, and and she had pulled the Fading Hopes out of her deck list, and after playing against you, regretted it. Yeah, because when you bet when you're bouncing shieldrids and all that, like because she was marching, marching my Malira to get around that. But even then, I was mm-hmm. blocking it and I had Cutsill out pretty consistently, even though it's a one of in my deck. So she like couldn't have countered any of my shit. Um, she was going to be able to, but Cutsill, I counter, I cast Atraxa. She couldn't do anything about it. So I got that. And yeah, so uh, I, I went into round four to one. Uh, round four was a mirror match. So, yeah, <laughs> um, I ended up pulling out game one um, just through because he was God, he ran a place at a sunfalls. He ran everything. I was so pissed about it. And uh, so my mural, uh, my yeah, she wasn't doing anything. And uh, yeah. And then game two, uh, he ended up just at like 50 life and was able to pull it out just through uh, fucking herd migrations. Just got. Yeah, he got there. Uh, we started round three, game three with five minutes on the clock. So we tied. <laughs> Long story yeah. short, yeah, that deck was, does not it was, win. It was rough. Because I think if I remember right, you 
He had a, he had a board state. You went in. I can't. I think it was uh, the first round of uh, extra the extra turn, and you sunfalled him. Yes, I sunfall. So he had a topiary stomper and an archangel of wrath, and those would have killed me had I not. But uh, at the same time, I was like, all right, like I at best I tie right now, like I'm not winning. So the least I can do is make him not win. Yeah, because so, I think and I think what it really what, what happened was, if I remember right and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, was you sunfalled him. You got your uh, incubation counter and yep. then you ended up getting that. And well, I think one other creature out Heard on migration. your next turn. Yeah, I cast turn. My, he, I ended up with five three threes that next turn and a two two, and then he uh, on the, I believe it would been it would have been turn five. It was his he, his was turn four. Okay, so he cast a sunfall on you. Yep, and then wiped that board out. And so yeah, by the time it came back to you, because he had nothing with haste and no way to attack. There, it, the game was over. Yeah, I I untapped drew past turn, and that was I I said all right untap draw or untap. Draw card, pass. We, we now we draw, and so yeah. So I I went into and at that time at the standings I was eighth place. You I were. was yeah. So at, so between rounds four and five I was eighth place. So I had yeah, my, to go ahead. I was gonna say I was sitting fifteenth. You were sitting eighth. Yes. So I ended up having to um, either win or draw the next game. I can't lose. Uh, so. And I ended up playing it against blue white control, which are mid range grindy decks, but his has more answers. Uh, he ended up two owing me. Um, the first game, it was kind of impressive because it was Mirex beatdown. <laughs> or wait, no, that was the second game was Mirex that beatdown. Was, that was the second the, game. The first one was uh, Wandering Emperor beatdown, making samurais, pumping him up, rinse and repeat, and countering all my shit. I couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. You know, so and, I, and- I. Go ahead. No, I was going to say in that second game, uh, we we had discussed it even after that you made a misplay and yeah. filled of ruin and you uh, besage you. Oh yeah, it was a besage you, and you picked a the wrong land. You should have picked the Merricks and didn't. I didn't even pick a land. I picked like an enchantment. Um, I didn't. I didn't blow up his land, and yeah, I, I should have blown up his Merricks, but I. Right then and there, like I haven't played against Mirex enough to like know that that was going to be a problem, you know? So, yeah, yeah I and because I and God, what really pissed me off. So I, I ended up finishing 11th. I finished one behind you. You yes, finished uh, three, two. I finished two, two, one. Um, so just slightly worse than you with that tie. <laughs> um, my my win percentage was pretty good, though. Um, so needless to say, I don't regret running domain and I, I am going to hold on to that for the rest of the RCQ season. Um, I really did enjoy it. And I, I, I had I hit all of my my wants that I like. I wanted to double in Atraxas triggers and I did that with an Elish. I wanted to stop someone else's trigger. I did that with my Elish Norn. You know, I, I wanted to like kind of stack somebody out with Cutsill, and I did that against Bant and uh, I wanted Malira to do literally anything. And again, she did against Bant. So yeah, it was, it was really cool. I'm absolutely calling it a win. Um, I've attended like 20 or 30 RCQs. Two, two, one is the best record I've ever had. So I'm very much looking forward to our next RCQ. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I mean, I, well, I did the top eight on the modern one. I think this is my third RCQ. Because we did one one modern and I did horribly and then we did the other modern and then now this one, correct? 
Correct. Yeah. So, and, and I, 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 I did a lot better today than I, I expected I was going to. Once I, did I too. had, once I had those first two losses, I'm like, well, I'm screwed. Cause I was, I was down of what? 21st. And then I went up and I only from there only moved to 17th. And then I was at 15th and then boom, you know, when I was done, I've hit 10th. I was like, Whoa, Holy shit. Now, yeah. if I would have just, you know, done, you know, one, one of the other games, I would have, you know, been in the top eight and, I don't think after looking at some of those players and their decks and how they were playing, I don't think I would have won. But, you know, I'm I'm shooting for uh, trying to hit up another one and maybe this next time around actually get in the top eight. Yeah. So it's I'm like I said, I'm very excited for the next ones and and whatever, you know, wherever, whenever that may be. Um, But yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it. And we came out of there with some sick uh, uh, just explore explorers yeah uh so that was really cool yeah the promo explorer is pretty good but uh i was also you know just being able to get in there you know sit down and play meet some new people actually sit across from somebody and play that you know beat me down that wasn't you so well to be fair i don't think i can count on one hand how many times i have beat you like it's few and far between uh well i'm i guess you know when we go one on one, one of us has got to win. But and it's usually you because I, I can't keep Not in stand in the standard. Yeah, yeah in standard. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about wreck you in commander. Period. Yeah, I, I wreck you pretty hard stuff. in commander. So, yeah, I, I had a great time. I'm, I'm very much like I said, I'm looking forward to the next one for sure. Welcome back from that impromptu. So uh, I don't know if you saw. So we talked about this last week when on that corrupted file. Um, they, but I, I got more information that I wanted to share with you um, after just doing a little bit of research. And oh, happy Chicago weekend, by the way. Um, not yeah, that you guys yeah, are there. No, we're not there. Uh, there's a there's a lot of people there though, and there is a lot a lot of information coming out there. We'll get we'll get there. Um, so the first one is, uh, what are they called? God damn it uh beyond boosters okay beyond bullshit so yes um so i'm gonna just share this it's gonna make it eat uh so click on it it's gonna make editing easier for you there we go watch stream yes uh so the beyond boosters um essentially what these are are more packs uh slots one through three non-foil uncommons uh slot four non-foil land or scene card whatever scene card is slot five non-foil rare mythic slot six traditional foil slot seven booster fun don't know what that is non-foil or token slot eight is a token or add so these are essentially over glorified epilogue boosters um which it's straight bullshit i, well, I think go ahead no i was gonna say i think this this is just them trying to eke out more money i think they're going to charge a premium price for these just because you're not getting the commons and there's a possibility of getting some other good stuff, which as we found out previously, there is um, absolutely no good shit in these uh, extra areas where there could be good well, shit. Well, hear me out. All of these, so they're taking a all of the cards from Warhammer, uh, Doctor Who, Fallout, like these sets that were not legal and anything except eternal formats and they're pulling specific cards out of them and putting them in modern excuse me so we are going to have so like warhammer so like we're going to have cards from the warhammer deck some of them not all of them but some of them are going to be printed into modern 
How do we, and, and how is this going to come about to where we know which ones other that, than a list? Spoilers. Yeah. I mean, these are, so these are going to be coming out at the same time as the Assassin's Creed shit. Um, but yeah, so I'm not super stoked about this. I'm kind of pissed off actually, because it, it takes a lot of the sentiment out of it and it's like, cool. So now all we're doing is just fucking up modern even more, which we're going to talk about when we uh, look at some of the, uh, Modern Horizons 3 shit that got spoiled today or yeah, just this weekend. That is what the fuck? Yeah. Crazy. So I'm I'm super not happy about that. Um also I want to talk about the Fallout Commander deck lists, because those those got dropped today. I want to just talk about some notable notable noticeable reprints. Um I don't think that it's not worth going card by card. Um so no. first off, yeah. So we have the science deck. Um, noticeable reprints. I think the only one really here is Panharmonicon. Yeah, and that got reprinted to all hell anyway, so you can pick them up for pretty cheap. It was like five bucks. Yeah. Um, Dispatch, which is actually pretty cool. It's a one one white tap target creature, but it has metal craft. So if you control three or more artifacts, exile that creature. See, I, I think from what I've seen with these deck lists, and I think the best part about them is is going to be just the the new art that is coming with the uh, I, yeah the i think that that's what's gonna make the drive the price up also this uh this price is not accurate because for some reason mm -hmm. it says that this card is 99 dollars. the liberty Wait. prime recharged what yeah if you look no, here it look it's absolutely, it's absolutely not. not worth that much but this says it's 99 dollars. so i don't know god why is it so, yeah, um, Treasure Vault is pretty good. Uh, Ferris Lake is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Mutant Menace. This was the one that I was excited about with the Wise Mothman. Um, mm -hmm. There's some better stuff in here. The Feral Ghouls um, are pretty big right now. I don't really know why. Uh, Watchful Radstag uh, evolve. And then when it evolves, you create a, a token copy. There's a copy of it that can evolve. It's really cool. Uh, Alpha Deathclaw is one of the bigger ones. That was one of the ones that Austin and I talked about that was originally spoiled. I don't know why it's keeps saying it's unresponsive. Uh, and that one is when it enters the battlefield or becomes monstrous, destroy target permanent. It's a six mana six six with menace and trample. Now, I do have to say that I have been looking uh, at some of the, the new cards that came along with this set and 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 they're they're decent. I mean, it's it's not I don't think so far from what I've seen. It's, you know, break any formats or anything no. it's it's it is 100 definitely not you know orcish bowmaster and anything but they're, they're, they still do some pretty cool things yeah no absolutely uh nuclear fallout that's already 12 bucks that's pretty much a uh in my opinion a better oh what's that card you can pay life and then all the creatures get minus x minus x where x is the life that you paid why can i not remember what that's called wait what oh god uh, Corey. You know this toxic, card. Toxic, toxic deluge. deluge. This, in my opinion, is a better Toxic Deluge. Uh, well, probably not better, but it's each creature gets twice minus X minus X counters uh, or minus X minus X until end of turn. And then each player gets X rad counters and it's black, black and X. <coughs> That's pretty solid. That seems like a card that should be black X X. Mm -hmm. um, atomize, destroy target non-land permanent and then proliferate. Uh, Radstorm, Radstorm, I'm putting in every blue deck I own, not for any other reason than it's fucking hilarious. Uh, Guardian Project, that was a decent one. Uh, Hardened Scales, Branching Evolution. These were all very like super decent reprints. We're going to go through this one kind of quickly. 
uh, Hinterland Harbor, uh, the Bog, the Woodland Cemetery. Yeah. Uh, Hail Caesar. This one was pretty OK from what I saw. Um, a lot of the money here is in the creatures and a lot of the money in the creatures is new creatures, except for Piteous Plunder Plunderer. That's a yeah, that's a good card. I like that one. Yes. And it's a very needed reprint. Uh, Mr. House, president and CEO. That one's been spoiled for a while. It's one that uh, we talked about. Um, Ruinous Ultimatum. The, the ultimatums always need reprints. Mm -hmm. uh, what was the other one? Vats. That one's uh, split second. Choose any number of target creatures with equal toughness. Destroy those. That's pretty funny. Skull Clamp. Uh, that's always a huge reprint for some reason. Yeah, but uh, the the Skull Clamp art on this one was actually kind of cool. I don't think I saw it. It, it wasn't on this. Yeah. Um, so the bobbleheads are actually, I feel like are going to be a few bucks a piece because they're like good in every deck possible because it's not yeah. only a... Man, like it adds mana of any color for three, but then you can pay one, roll a die, and like do something cool. So like the luck bobblehead is you create X tapped treasure where X is the result. But if you rolled a six exactly seven times, you win the game. <laughs> that's pretty I mean, fucking funny. What? That's one of the yeah, because the odds of that are slim to none. Yeah, so it's a luck bobblehead. The charisma bobblehead is you uh you can pay for and create X one one white soldier creature tokens where X is the number of bobbleheads you control. So I'm gonna build bobblehead tribal. <laughs> yeah, battle of Hoover Dam, uh, fervent charge. These are all. Yeah, Black Market's a good reprint. I'm mostly here to talk about reprints, not really new cards too much. Uh, Tainted Peak, which is kind of funny that that's expensive. Expensive being Seriously? $3. It's like 3 bucks. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, they, from what I saw, there wasn't a whole lot of reprint value from this set. Um, and like I said, it's all new cards that are worth anything. Uh, inventory Management, which was kind of weird to me, was 15 bucks. Uh, it's Boros split second for each aura and equipment you control. You may attach it to a creature you control. So it's very, very much a creature or, a, or an enchantment deck. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, idolize two mana enchant creature. Enchanted creature has when this creature attacks alone. It gets plus X plus X until end of turn where X is the number of non land permanents you control. That's super good. This card's funny to me. It's an enchantment, almost perfect. An enchanted creature has base power, toughness 910, and is indestructible. I thought that was funny. <laughs> Basilisk Caller, always a good reprint. Pitboy 3000, I'm super excited about that. That card, I think it was uh, kind of up there, but it, it's it's damn good. Yeah, yeah. So whenever equipped creature attacks, choose one. You can either draw a card, discard, put a plus one, plus one counter on it, or untap up to two target lands and has equipped two. Yeah. And then Sun Scorch Divide. Yeah, it seems like we're getting a lot of the filter lands, which I'm super OK with. Those have been expensive for a while. Rootbound Crag, any of those are worth it. Um, and yeah, that is all we have for uh, the commander decks. I'm uh, I'm a little underwhelmed, to be honest, um, but that's just me. Yeah, see, I, I was expecting the power level of these ones to be more. Um, more with the actual uh, Warhammer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they don't really feel all that like themed, but at least as of now, you know. Yeah, I, I expected it to be more high Warhammer level, 
Uh, but that's not, it doesn't seem like that's what we're getting. I, I think uh, like with the dog meat and the rad counters, maybe trying to, to, to work around that and see how those play. We could be wrong until we actually get them in our hands and start playing them. Yeah. All right, you want to start jumping into some spoilers? This is probably going to be the bulk of the. It's probably going to yeah, be the rest of the episode. Yeah, let's do some spoilers. I love I'm not, it. You hate them. So I'm it's not. There's a lot here. So and I'm well, actually kind of excited so about you're it. You're excited because of two things. You you're have welcome to guess. Assassin's Creed and Modern Horizons Three spoilers. Those are that's so, the only reason I'm, why you're happy about it. That's a big reason because they're not standard sets, and therefore they're no. better. So. All right, you're welcome to hop back on here. Um, so first of all, this is Modern Horizons three. Yeah. Um, so we have special guest Solitude. I love that art. It is fucking amazing. I imagine we're gonna get so, special guests of all five. So the special, I think we are, and I think uh, it, seeing it in special guest tells me that the they're not looking at abandoning them. I think we're gonna be able to keep them on in the uh, after uh, MH three. Uh, we don't know. <laughs> they've they've done this before. Um, Snow covered wastes, fucking hilarious to me. I saw I that when you, this you exists. You showed that to me, and I saw that, and I one hundred percent thought Eldrazi. Yeah, Eldrazi Winter, man. That that used to be a scary Aztec, so maybe they're trying to bring it back. <laughs> maybe we're gonna see an unbanning of Olamog or uh, or Eye of Ugin or Ugin Sanctum, whichever one it was banned. Um, also, we've called it. Um, we're getting the ally fetches uh, in this set. Super mm-hmm. stoked about that. Very needed. These are the cons ones. These are the expensive ass ones. Flooded strands like thirty or forty bucks a piece. Um, yeah, I'm gonna kind of blow through some of these. Uh, Mystic Forge, always a good reprint. Um, these are just the spoilers for the uh, the Fallout stuff, so which we've already talked about. Um, let's look around here, see what we got. There's you got to get past some of the uh, the Fallout stuff, and then you get into um, all kinds of crazy shit. Because, yeah, Yeah, look at that. We've got. Um, what did we call these? Bloomboro. Bloomboro. Yeah. So these are Bloomboro. Um, the the first this is I think this is all we have is these four. Um, I'm actually excited. I think Mice Tribal would be fucking hilarious. Um, I'm excited to see Mouse instead of Rats. Uh, so other mice get plus one plus one, and then whenever she attacks or whenever she enters the battlefield, you create this. It's a legendary colorless equipment artifact token. That's a whole lot of fucking words. With equipped creature, equipped creature gets plus one plus one vigilance, trample, haste, and equip two. Uh, the is it one is what I think. I think is so much better. The otter rogue, uh, Bria riptide rogue so four mana three three with prowess other creatures you control have prowess and then whenever you cast a non-creature spell target creature you, you control can't be blocked this turn that is going to i think probably break pioneer yeah i think so i don't think it'll break modern um and i don't know exactly the rotation schedule but if we keep brothers so, war and uh monastery swift spear i think that like because you know how in modern we have Boros burn. I think we're going to get is it burn? Yeah, I think it's going to see some play. It might even it might even uh, start pulling some stuff into standard because um, I think Bloomboro comes out around the rotation time anyways. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's that's the second to last. That's like September, September, yeah, October, so November, December. Yeah, this it, should this will be this is the set that Magic Con Vegas is going to be themed around is Bloomboro. 
Yep, which which I I would I I'd rather have Dusk more, but yeah, I mean you're such a horror fan, it makes sense. Yeah, um, Berkey, Long Ear of the Law, six mana four four with vigilance, already not great in my opinion, especially for a fucking mythic. When he enters the battlefield, put a plus one plus one counter on each of up to two target creatures, also not great in my opinion. Whenever a creature you control with a plus one plus one counter on it attacks, double the number of plus one plus one counters on it. Six mana for that doesn't really seem all that good no. to me. No. Now, so this this one sitting uh, on the next line there, we we had talked about this. Um, its indication is B I G, or even B one G, and it looks like that is a vault door. Yeah, uh, we, we aren't ha- really sure what set this is. As of yeah, now. we haven't been able to find anything with the designation on that one. I don't know if this is going to be like a from the vault type situation, but I. These are new cards. Yeah. So Nexus of Becoming, which to me is actually pretty funny. It's a six mana artifact. At the beginning of combat on your turn, draw a card. Then you may disc, uh, you may exile an artifact or creature card from your hand. If you do create a token, that's a copy of the card, except it's a three, three golem artifact creature token in addition to its other types. That is super cool. Mm-hmm. It's free. It's ways to cheat shit out for free. That's like a better planar bridge, in my opinion. That's just me. Um, sort of wealth and power. You want to read this one? Yeah. So this one is, of course, as all swords, equipped creature gets plus two, plus two, and has protection from instants and sorceries. That so that's different. Yeah, that's that's and, a first. And whenever equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, you create a treasure token. When you cast next, cast an instant or sorcery spell this turn. Copy that spell. You may choose new targets for the copy. So it's not great by like uh, the best, in my opinion, but the protection from instant and sorceries is amazing. Yeah, it's that's that's super unique. And uh, that's absolutely going into Zer. <laughs> I bet because then you can't target it and kill it. Yeah, but I can keep equipping it with enchantments. So yeah. it works out. Uh, next, we're moving on to uh, Outlaws of Thunder Junction, which I'm actually the more I see this set, I'm pretty fucking stoked. It looks really cool. I, I um, am, too. I'm going to tell you right now, the alternate these these uh, I guess they would be considered showcase where it looks like an old paper. That's the special guest. No, 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 no. Not the special guest. These that's, ones these, right here. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. We'll yeah. Get so there. It, it, it. Yeah. So, so the special the special guest ones here, these ones are actually pretty cool. too. These are like old newspapers. So first off, we have Crime and Punishment, hugely needed reprint. That's like a 15 to 20 dollar card. Last time I checked, it's been a while, though. And Thoughtseize, um, those are cool. And uh, dude, the Thoughtseize art. Yeah, like, that is I'm super you, I, I sick. Love it. I love it. I, I, but then again, I, I like Western stuff. Yeah, your your thing looks there you go. I, I isn't to say I like Western stuff, so. Uh, I this is great. Um, no. So what I was I was talking about is the showcase art is uh, the, I'm sorry. Wanted posters. Oh. So cool. So cool. Yes. Um, so I, I guess let's start jumping into these. So we, uh, first off, we have Fiddleth at the Lost. So cool. Uh, or lo- sorry, not Fiddleth at the Lost. God, Fiddleth at Lost on the range. Three mana, one, one, ward two. You may look at the top card of your library anytime. The top card of your library has plot. The plot cost is equal to its CMC. You may plot non-land cards from the top of your library. We don't know what plot is yet. No, um, I, I have a feeling it's going to be something similar to like... Um 
foretell or you know uh disguise type situation because i mean or the cloak like we had the cloak uh from this last one because the way this card reads it just seems more like that's what it's gonna be yeah i so the next one um i i am a little disappointed with tiny bones uh it's one mana one Uh, one with death touch uh because tiny bones is so focused on discarding this doesn't really seem to have the same vibe uh, so whenever he deals combat damage to a player, you may cast target non-land permanent card from uh, that player's graveyard and spend mana as though it were mana of any color. So I'm a little disappointed, but it's still good. It's definitely mm-hmm. a late game card, which is weird for a 1-1, but um, I know how much you love this man, so I'm going to let you... Uh, so here's the thing. this when I When I saw this card and when I'm reading through it, this is, I think, what they wanted Oko to be when they first came out with him okay so basically it's uh two green blue Uh, at the beginning of combat on your turn uh oko the ringleader becomes a copy of up to one target creature you control until end of turn except he has hex proof which is great uh his plus one is you draw two cards if you've committed a crime this turn discard a card otherwise discard two cards this right here tells me that um, it's going to this committing a crime is going to be something like, it's like um, solving a case or no, I think it's going to be more of like a clue type situation or it could be um, a uh, what we got with the um, like the sorceress and um, what did they call those? I don't even know what you're talking about. It's the ones were um, from uh be- holy shit you're having a bud. fucking stroke again no it's <laughs> from, from uh um uh, the, the the fantasy set that we had wadsville right yeah yeah and it had those um like you could have a sorcerer or a row you know those those tokens that go behind it that will get <laughs> oh, a plus the roll one, plus tokens one. roll there we go holy shit i can't believe i fired forgot the word roll i don't think this is going to be anywhere close to the roles i think like committing a crime is i feel like it's going to be like a the uh like the ring tempts you sort of effect where it's like if you've done any of these within your turn you have considered committing a crime whether that be oh, like okay, steal okay. an opponent's thing kill their creature do something like that i think it's going to be i don't know i don't know if it's been released um but i think it's going to be like a that kind of effect, like the one ring effect. I, I, I could, I could, I could see it being that too. Yeah, I think that that makes a little bit more sense too. So yeah, um, it's minus one is create a three three uh, green elk creature token, and then you can minus you still five get the it. Elk. Yeah, for, and you minus five it. It's it's alt is uh, for each other non land permanent you control create a token that's a copy of that permanent. Simic doing Simic things. There's not really much more to Absolutely. say about that absolutely and guess what elks are coming out hell yeah at least i'm not having my emmer cool elked uh hell to pay i'm super excited about this one i just read this while you were talking because i'm a good mm-hmm. friend like that uh red and x hell to pay deals x damage to target creature create a number of tapped treasure tokens equal to the amount of excess damage dealt to the creature this way that's pretty cool yeah yeah i was gonna say that 
Uh, the lands, I'm, I love the lands. They're super pretty. I don't like the forest as much, but I think these ones are really cool. Just because, like, they have the mana symbol in them. Like, there's the sun. You know, you can see the outline of the island. There's the skull. There's the fireball. Mm -hmm. Nothing. We have cacti. We don't even have a trees. We have a we have cacti. <laughs> yeah, but the uh, the cactus actually like the the opening inside there makes the tree. It's hard to see. Does it? Yeah. Let's. You, you can see the the base and the bottom leaves and. I don't know if I'm like. Let me. Let me. It's all the light stuff. Okay. See it. Nope. Stop. Okay. So oh, see. Oh, there you go. There's the there roots. Is. And then it's all the way up in the top. Wow. They really wanted to be to play hide and seek and have to play eye yeah, games. They with did that. not want you to find that one at all. Did that? They? That one is rough. Uh, yeah, so now we're moving back into some Modern Horizons 3 stuff. It seems like Eldrazi are going to be a big thing. Um, we did get the Eldrazi, or we did get the Commander deck faces spoiled for it, and we'll we'll talk about those in a few minutes. Um, but so far, so good. It looks like we're getting energy back, which is cool. I, I think that was a very yeah. underrated mechanic. Uh, we and get Priest of Titania is in Modern as an uncommon is huge elves are coming yeah. back into modern baby what's that thing right next to that priest of titania oh fuck the new emrakul we get priest of titania man yeah i know uh, so the this new emrakul is doing crazy emrakul shit that it does so uh when you cast this spell gain control of all creature target player controls it has flying protection from spells and from permanents that were cast this turn. Uh, when it leaves uh, the battlefield, you sacrifice all creatures you control, and then it has a madness, and you pay six. Yeah, which I don't. Oh, oh my God! They're bringing madness back in into modern and on Emrakul. You remember what madness is? Uh, vaguely. Let's uh, so, remind me. Madness is you discard it, and as you're discarding it, you may pay that, co that cost to cast it. So the big one was uh, Anya Falconrath, who's a CDH commander, who can tap, discard, or draw, discard, or discard, draw. And if you discarded a card with madness, untap Anya. So you would tap it, discard a card with madness, draw a card. Yeah. And then you can cast the you can cast the thing. So, yeah. So now you can discard it, pay half of its CMC and get that, which is fucking awesome. Because it still counts as casting. Uh, so before I'm going to I'm going to I have so much shit to say about the Assassin's Creed cards. Uh, Ajani, he's coming back. That's cool. Yeah as a creature too, and then flips into a planeswalker. So when he enters the battlefield, you create a two, one, uh, cat warrior creature token. And then whenever one or more cats you control dies, you may exile a Johnny return to the battlefield transformed under his owner's control. Would you like to read the transformed side? My friend. So question. So this is, this transformed side is uh, considered red, white, correct? Um, or does it count because there is no actual pip? He does not count as red white. Oh wait. So it'd be. No, he does not. Okay, so just because it has half red, half white on it, it, it makes it a boros. It doesn't count that. But either way, you get to put a one one on each cat you control for a plus two. Um, 
for zero, you get to create a uh, 2-1 cat. Uh, if you do, uh, if you control a red permanent other than a Johnny oh, Mental Avenger, yeah, he deals damage uh, equal to the number of creatures you control to any target. And if you alt him, you get each opponent chooses an artifact, a creature, an enchantment, a pl- and a planeswalker from among the non land permanents they control, then sacrifice the rest. Super That's pretty solid. Not okay. I mean, it's okay. It's not bad, especially because you all you have to do is uptick him once, and then that next turn you get that effect. Like that's really not that bad. Yeah, no, it's and it's the fact. So, so with him being two cost, and then you know when it, another cat dies, you can transform him, and then you're into that. That that's what makes him good is is the fact that he's so low cost. If this was a four cost, not worth it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, but two mana into that effect, and because you can you can flip him as this as soon as you cast him, pretty much. There's a lot of yeah. sack outlets out there, especially in colorless. Um, yeah, so uh, we are gonna start moving into some Assassin's Creed stuff, and I am so fucking excited. You, yeah, yeah, no, trust me, I know you are. Yeah. So first off, and we're gonna go through most of these. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci, three mana, three three mythic. You can pay five until end of turn. Thopters you control have base power toughness XX, where X is the number of cards in your hand. I have to sneeze. Or not. Uh, excuse me. There it is. Bless you. Leave that in. Uh, <laughs> then you can pay three, tap him, draw a card, then discard a card. If you discarded, a, uh, if the discarded card was an artifact card, exile it from your graveyard. If you do, create a token that is a copy of it, except it is a zero two Thopter artifact creature with flying addition to its other types. That's really cool. And I, I don't. I, the only thing I don't like is how these counteract each other because the first portion, and I know why they did it, but the first portion cares about you having cards in your hand. But in order to activate the second portion, you have to discard cards. So, mm-hmm. temporal trespass, super needed reprint. Uh, yes, and absolutely. Yeah, and I don't know if this card is modern legal, but it's going to be now. If it isn't, I I think it is. I just don't think it's played anywhere. But it's it's a like I said, it's a super super needed reprint. That's like. 15 bucks. Uh, I know you cared about Cower of Darkness or Cover of uh, Darkness. Cover of Darkness. I like Cover of Darkness because uh, I run in a Yuriko deck. Um, so this is an enchantment. As it enters the battlefield, you choose a creature type. And creatures of the chosen type have fear. That's really, which means that's really that fucking stupid. They can't be blocked except by artifact creatures and black creatures. So that that really helps get, a, uh, get you know your ninjutsu triggers out. Yeah, that's 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 gonna be worth like I, i'm putting a guesstimate out like 15 bucks two mana enchantment that does that's ridiculous uh, uh, i'm gonna lean towards probably 2025 or something like that yeah so sort of feast and famine another huge reprint and the art mm-hmm. is amazing and i love how it's not explicitly assassin's creed even though it is it's like you can look at it and if you don't know what assassin's creed is it just looks like a cool like Amonkhet style reprint um, yeah, because that's that's probably from didn't they do an Assassin's Creed uh, like on the Nile or something like that? Yeah, yeah Mirage. Yeah. That's where Cleopatra exiled Pharaoh comes from, too. So uh, Leonardo da Vinci comes from Assassin's Creed two Brotherhood and one more. I don't remember which one. Uh, and then, yeah, so then uh, sort of Feast and Famine art and the Cleopatra art come from Mirage. This one comes from they have like a steampunk like 1800 late 1800s themed set, uh, game. I don't remember. I think it was Unity. I think is what it was because that one was trash. Uh, so Haystack. I love it. it is a, that's, 
two mana they artifact. Couldn't, they could not have done Haystack. I mean, that is so... So iconic to that Oh, game. just wait. We'll get to the Hidden Blade here pretty quick. Uh, two mana artifact. You can pay two, tap it, target creature phases out. It's so good. It's so yeah. funny. I love it. Uh, yeah. Uh, you want to read Cleopatra? Why? Because it's a lot. Anyways, uh, so two black green. Uh, at the beginning of your end step, you put a 1-1 one, one counter on each of up to two other target legendary creatures. Um, for allies, betrayal is whenever a legendary creature with counters on it dies, you draw a card for each counter on it, and then you lose two life. I gotta say, if I was uh, planning on upgrading my Tyranid deck and uh, uh, my Warhammer deck, I would absolutely put Cleopatra in there. It's, oh, yeah, that's you would have super to, because there's just so many counters in that. Yeah. So next up, uh, I want to read the Assassins because they're my favorites. So we have Ezio, right, sure. uh, Blade of Vengeance. So Ezio is my favorite assassin. He's from Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood. Same same as all the Leonardo da Vinci stuff. Uh, super cool. Five mana, five, five with Death Touch. Whenever an assassin you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. So Assassins were already kind of starting to become a bigger thing. I think it was like with Zendikar Rising. Uh, that was rogues. Mm -hmm. There was one set not horribly long ago, like within the last three years that cared a lot about assassins. So I'm happy that they're getting some more support for sure. And I think it's really cool. Um, Ivor battle ready uh, five mana, five, five vigilance haste. Whenever she attacks, it deals damage equal to any number equal to the number of equipments you control to each of your opponents. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, it doesn't have to be equipped. It just does it. Yeah. Uh, Animus is just a copy spell. Uh, Hidden Blade. So I did kind of call the Hidden Blade. We said it was going to be a two mana equipment with Flash. So we were spot on with that. I'll let you read the rest. Yeah, oh. so uh, when a Hidden Blade enters a battlefield, attach it to a target creature you control, which in my opinion is great. It's no equip cost for that. So yeah. you flash it in, no equip cost. Uh, I would have expected it to say that, you know, to a human assassin or something. Uh, if that creature is an assassin, it gains death touch till end of turn, but equipped, equipped creature gets plus one, plus O, oh, and has first strike. Yeah, and then it naturally has equip two. Do you see this seeing a hammer time play? I think it will. Uh, this? Yeah. Um, for the flash, for the flash alone, I, I think it's the, f the flash. Maybe I, it's just uh, I just don't see it giving us too much of actual um, an advantage. Uh, maybe the they'll start strike. moving into that like assassin. Maybe maybe we'll start seeing Demir uh, Demir hammer time with Ezio. It, it could be. I mean, we'd have to just kind of see what we got. Um, I think the this other Ezio is better, in my opinion. Yeah, so Ezio uh, Auditor de Firenze. Uh, two mana, three, two. I probably said that horribly. I do really like this. I would love to build a commander deck off of him. Three, two with Menace. Assassin spells you control have free running two. We don't know what that is yet. Uh, whenever no. he deals combat damage to a player, you may pay Wooberg. So all colors. If that player has 10 or less life, when you do, uh, that player loses the game. <laughs> Oh yeah, so I want to build that in uh in modern. I want I want five color assassins. I think that'd be really funny. <laughs> uh, Altair. I'm not gonna try to pronounce it. It's very Middle Eastern, and I'm not. 
it's yeah i'm not gonna try uh three mana so mardu and three for a three uh, sorry mardu he's a three three a first strike when altair attacks exile up to one target assassin creature card from your graveyard with a memory counter on it then for each creature card you own an exile with a memory counter on it create a tapped and attacking token that's a copy of it exile those tokens at the end of combat that's also no. i want that commander deck now i i have to say that the, in my opinion i think that this whole uh, memory token thing is great for flavor uh for assassin's Creed. Oh, with the animus and everything i don't remember the main dude's name um i'm really excited to see that the apple of eden that has to be a mythic artifact it has to because it plays it is the main story piece for the first like five games I don't know if you know what yeah. I'm talking about. No, I, I've played a little bit of them and I, I just I just never really got into them. Uh, yeah. So uh, they kind of threw another one in here from uh, Bloom, Bloomberg, Bloomborough, Bloomborough, <laughs> Bloomberg. I like Bloomberg better. Yeah, it's, it's the Bloomberg. Uh, so Lumara, Lumra, Lumra, Bello, Lumra, Bello of the Woods. Uh, she's a four green green uh star star because uh she's got vigilance and reach which is good uh she has power and toughness are equal to the number of lands you control not not you know forests or anything like that actual lands you control which is super good yes however when she enters you mill four cards and then you return all land cards from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped that that sounds like a, a Hogak card if I've ever heard of it. Yeah, yeah, bringing back all of your shit, like all your lands that you've gotten tossed in there. Oh yeah, yeah. And it looks like we've got uh, some more lands. Some of the lands. It looks like we're gonna have four full art variants of each for each of the seasons. So it looks like we got uh, spring, uh, summer, fall, and winter that's what it's looking like here i wonder if these are actually going to be dual-sided lands again like we did with the jurassic uh, Jurassic parks i'm I'm not sure because they do each have different numbers on them but i could it could be i don't know we'll have to wait and see yeah i i do have a little bit of a funny story about hogak um okay so but real quick i i just scrolled into it and i i had just seen this um the next card that came down for the Fallout, the very first one that popped up, was called Nerd Rage. Oh, I know, dude. That's so funny to me. That is so awesome. You were, we're I'm right welcome. There. We can, yeah, we right can talk there. about any more cards. Uh, if I was gonna you want. say it's 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 two in a blue. It's an uncommon. Uh, you enchant creature when it enters the battlefield. You draw two cards. An enchanted creature has you have no maximum hand size, and whenever this creature attacks. If you have 10 or more cards in hand, it gets plus 10, plus 10 until end of turn. Oh, man, this uh, is not going to be legal and modern. But, man, if it was, that would be hey, great. Hey, don't for you Hammer. say that. We we have the universe boosters. Can you imagine getting nerd rage and hammer in, in a hammer time and going with the, the Azorius hammer? And it's it's a one hit kill. <laughs> Yeah, that that doesn't sound fun for virtually anybody. I'm I'm sorry. The these Fallout ones, the art is is the best. I mean, harmonize. Come yeah. on. Oh yeah, it's that a, is, that a is sunbathing great. ghoul. Yeah. Cultivate oh. the dudes. Dudes sit there growing a dandelion. I mean, it's just it's just it's just I just I find it I just find it hilarious. Far I, 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 Yeah. 
Yeah, I love it. Um, never played any of the games, but I absolutely do love the uh, the art behind it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very excited. Uh, I, I wanted I wanted to tell a little story um, from last night because, like I said, I went over and played with Blake, uh, Chris, and Stefan, and we. Uh, I was so pissed off. Chris was on fire last night. He was playing. He so I played Hogak as the last for my last game of the night. Um, and, which I I'm famous for never winning. It's a it's a very shitty de- shitty built deck for uh, like pods. It's meant for two headed giant. That's what I built it for, which yeah. we still have yet to do. And uh, Vegas, I still haven't sold the deck. Uh, Vegas. So I uh, I played. I tutored for Lord of Extinction who's a five mana star star whose power and toughness is equal to the number of cards in all graveyards. Right. Uh, right. So uh, Chris was playing the pre-con for uh, the pirates out of Ixalan. He has all the pre-cons uh, for Ixalan and <laughs> he played Zada renegade rallyer, I think is what it's called. And that's whenever okay. she attacks, uh, you get to look at target opponent's hand and take a creature out of it and put it down tapped and attacking that player. Oh no. I had since turn two, mind you, this was like turn eight or nine, probably if not later turn two, I put mesmeric orb out. Graveyards were looking thick. Uh, We, we, and I had no blockers. We tallied it up roughly. And I, I took, over a hundred damage. Ouch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from my own creature too. So I'm not pretty, too shabby, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it was it was good. I love those guys. So you got anything else for me, Corey? Uh no. Like I said, I I I've been spending my time editing, trying to get stuff out. Uh, I do know that we've got the clue edition uh, should be showing up uh, Monday, so we've got to get something together for that. Absolutely. Uh, we'll do, do an unboxing for sure. Kind of go over, you know, what's in there. How to play. How to play. And then it's going to end up being, we're going to have to find some people, get get some people down and play and, uh, and do some recording on it. Absolutely. And then, yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm happy where we are at with the RCQ. I do know that next week is the store championship. So is that? Yeah. If that's something that we want to try and jump. I don't know what they do for store championships. I don't know what the price uh, usually, pricing is. I don't or, know, but I know that there used to be like play mats and stuff. I know this. Yeah, normally you would get the if you won, you'd get the store championship or whatever on your play the play mat and everything. I just didn't. Know I don't know if, if they do that anymore. I don't know. Uh, I well, I'll look it up and see if I can find any information on it. But yeah, I mean, so there's that. That I like, you know, getting out there. You're still wanting to be a pro, so we've got to get our asses out. This there was and a start good. Playing. This was a good step. Going two two one at my first ever standard RCQ, I think it's pretty solid. Now there was one thing that I brought up, and because I I'm sorry, I I see and I I, I look at the state of uh, how people tend to be, and yeah, this is this I, is not, a good not, topic. Not not to no, I'm not I'm not trying to shit on anybody and their financial situation or anything, but you know you get all these really good players and they win these RCQs in our local store. And it's like, how many of these people that win these RCQs actually go? And, you know, so I was sitting there talking to, it was Dom and he was just like, oh yeah, he went. And I'm like, wait for the, 
he he went and did the 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 one in Atlanta. It's like how in the hell did he you know get the money? I, that's not cheap. So he, I mean, I have played a lot of RCQs with him, and I've never seen him do less than a top eight. I mean, like yeah. you said, he won the last one, the modern one. Yeah, and I guess he went to somewhere off that modern one. I think it was Denver. Atlanta or Denver. Denver. Ours are Atlanta or Denver. And he went, but I mean, if you win multiple ones because you're just that good of a player, but you're not good enough to, say, get onto the pro tour type deal and and everything, but to constantly keep trying, that is not cheap. Those, I mean, you're paying for those trips yourself, and unless you've got somebody backing you for it. I don't know how these how these people can afford to do it. I'm, I mean, that's where I'm sitting on the. Would it be cool to do it once or twice? Yeah, okay, you know, I could do it once and then you know scrounge that up. But if I was a consistent enough player and I was doing it constantly, I couldn't afford it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, even the entry fees, like for me, are a lot. Like thirty bucks an entry fee. I'm not expecting to be pro until like I can get myself in a better financial situation and like get my education figured out and do all that. But yeah, I I get where you're coming from. And not only that, so I wanted to, I I thought you were going a different direction with that. I don't mean to change topics, but it's similar. The attitudes of some of these people. Fuck. No, that was, that was God awful. I mean, yeah, you tell your story. I got shit too. I understand. And, and please hear me out that, this is considered a a tournament and it's a perfect it is know, a competitive a, level tournament yes not pro. How, yeah however i'm sitting on the fact that we had one guy we we're sitting there yeah we were being a little bit loud and everything and, and it was you and dom on. and you guys know each other you were joking you yeah. were having fun and and he's like hey do you think you can keep it down like, is that really fucking distracting your play? Like, seriously? You were you in sh- the bottom three tables. Yeah, you had no chance exactly. of top eighting. None of you guys who were in who were that low, no chance of top eighting. I because yeah. that was round four. That was round no, four. No, that no, because I yeah, because I had beaten Dom on that one. So that was that was my first one. That was round three. Okay. So Either I guess there way, was a chance, even, but still. even if he had a chance of top eighteen, I'm sorry. I, I sit down. I sit down and play, and I don't know how people aren't a step ahead on what they're playing. Like I already know what I'm going to play. Probably that next hand, and very you know, depending on what you you throw down or the other player or throws draw. down, or what I draw, it might change it up a little bit. But for the po- most part, I know, and I seeing some people like. Like, holy shit, your attitude is just outrageously crappy. Some people acted like they they had that they were so much fucking better than everybody. Yeah. And it's and I, like, we're all the same. I definitely got more serious as it went. Um, like, so like the more I was winning and, and especially like the last round, you know, I wasn't really interacting with you. You were over, you were watching, you were, you said some stuff to me, but I was kind of giving some short one-off answers just because it's like, I, a, I was playing against control. So it requires a yeah. lot of focus and B it's like, 
I this is game two. I'm down a game, and if I lose this, I don't get to top eight. So it's like, yeah, I like I'm taking it a little more seriously because it's like, yeah, I really want the expressive iteration promo. I really want to. I thought that talking about my like journey to a top eight would be great for the podcast, and it's like I'm I'm more focused. I'm more into it now. But the first four rounds, I w- I was playing against the girl who, who was running bant, and I was turning around t- talking to Dom, talking to you, and you know, oh, and, yeah, I had a, I asked you a question because the judge our judge there actually had to pull his phone up to get the answer so i turned around and asked you because i know you play it (laughs) so i knew you knew the answer uh but even then it was like when i asked you i I think i asked you one question for you and i it was it really didn't affect your game or have your game and i tried to stay out of it because i knew it was a game you answered it. I, I didn't think you were being condescending or anything no, like I, that. No, I wasn't a dick about it. I was just kind of short and like trying to give off the slight cues of like, hey, like I'm not really wanting to talk right now. I'm kind of into it, but like I'm still going to like interact a little bit. Oh, but yeah, no, yeah, you're I'm not going to be turning old. around having a conversation. Yeah, you're always a dick, so it didn't bother me. No, I, no, I didn't think that you were like that, but there was just some people and they're just the attitudes that they had. I mean, like, come on this is just we're we're just playing and having a good time and yeah 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 i understand it is a competitive level event but it's not you know there's not money on the line right now yeah we're not we're not sitting down it's not like you know there's a hundred thousand dollars on the line and we're you know we're all trying to win it yeah it's 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 just fun game so what 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 issue did you see well i i guess so like i said that there was just some people with some pretty shitty attitudes. So I was uh, that guy who I beat round two, who had that combo deck that I kind of shut down. Um, mm-hmm. I beat him and like he and I were talking and joking around and even you were and you had lost. And he was like, man, why is it that the people who lose always have the best attitudes? And, and I said the best. He was like, you know what? I, I said, um, it's because we're used to it. You know, yeah. we're, we're used to it. And I, I think that a lot of these people like there were some guys who I even played against who kind of gave me had some shitty attitudes when I beat them where it's and it's because they're not used to that, you know, and, and that's not to, that's not a bragging right on my end being like, oh, I'm just that good. No, it's saying like, no, I, I've been beat a lot. I know how to lose. I'm not a dick about it. And I, I have a four year old kid who I teach how to be a good loser, you know, and, and I have to practice what I preach, you know, even though my kid isn't there, yeah. it's just me. It's like, you know, and, and there was. I, I always go back to uh, round one of the modern RCQ when it, I was playing up against Ben, who was on beans and I was getting my ass handed to me. But next to me was rhinos versus burn, which rhinos doesn't have the best matchup there. That's not horrible, but uh, and it was a good buddy of mine, Stefan on burn too, who went on to top eight the event. And this motherfucker was just so unbelievably salty over the fact that he lost and he was like wasn't even taking it on himself he was blaming everything on stefan like oh you were just drawing too well i didn't even stand a chance this and that it's like no just say like oh yeah good game man this is a rough matchup on my end it's like how i was with uh, against bant like i told her i said i hope you're ready for an easy concession Cause I said, I do not stand a chance here. I got lucky that I won like Malira in hand. If I didn't have that, I was done. And I aggressively oh, yeah. mulliganed yeah. until I found it. And, but even she was joking like, Oh no, you're fine. Like we're just here to, we're here to play. Let's just have some fun. 
you know, yeah, it's, it's it's it needs to be a good experience because if people start having bad experiences with people, like the modern RCQ that I would, you know, I sat down, I was mainboarding strict proctors because why the fuck not? Each you know, it, it, yeah, and holy shit, that guy with amulet I played against was pissed. It was very salty, very mad, very upset. Instead of trying to say, "Okay, how do I figure out how to how do I come around?" You know, do I get around this, this, and that? He was just he it just ruined his day, and you know, I and he still went on to top eight if I remember correctly. Yeah, he he barely pulled into a top eight, but yeah, he did. Yeah, it's like in, in situations like that, and, and that's where it's like. I, I as much as I want to go pro, I'm a little scared to be at that higher level. Um, I, I feel like, uh, like I said, I mean, I've I've played t- easily over 20 RCQs and that the fact that two two one is my best record should say it's like, yeah, I'm used to this. I don't go in with high expectations. My goal was to top yeah. eight, but it's like I had like levels of goals. My first level was I want to win just one match. I want to win one match today, just like you. And then I, and then from then it's like, all right, I won a match. And then after I won round three, it's like, all right, my new goal is to top eight. Like that's what I want. So, you know, it, it, it's about working up and you have to start at the bottom to work up. I don't really think there's very many people who are just gifted with that talent look at reed duke reed duke has been playing almost since the game's birth and he just won his first pro tour last year so like even then i mean ben didn't even to make top eight and i that's shocking to me really yeah he was also on uh on domain but oh oh, different ben different ben no this is ben utes no i was talking about ben oh you're thinking it okay no, and uh, and like Luke, Luke won the RCQ. Did and, he win? And he he's he went in um, eight. He went into the top. He barely made top eight. Yeah, um, I'm looking at it now. They're still going, I believe. Are they really? Yeah, I believe it said that they were still going. Um, he's sitting fourth right now. Well, at the, the end guy, of the day, go ahead. Oh my god! Wait. How did you play against the, uh, you said gray? Yeah. Cause right now he's, he was five Oh two. Uh, cause he beat me. Well, well, he beat you, but I don't think that was the same guy you were playing against. It was troll. Yeah. Oh, uh, well he's sitting in second right now. Yeah. I'm not surprised. He knows what he's doing. And you know what? You know what really added salt to the wound? I came home and I was waiting for you to get on. So I queued up arena and I was just going to just play a quick, you know, best of three. And I went up against the, 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 the control, deck. control deck that beat me the last oh, round. I scooped. I scooped. I was like, fuck this. I'm not I'm not doing this. I, this is so P- in a wound right now. You got PTSD and it pops up. You're like, ah, no, <laughs> fuck this. Same no, counter no, spells. I, I no that. make disappears. No. Yeah. And I ended up getting yeah, I, that's, oh. Yeah. You can't do that. You got to get out of it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a good matchup for me when my only counter spells are two negates. Yeah, so. I don't blame you there. So, all right, my friend. Yeah, that, I think that's what we we uh, got for today. I hope uh, everybody else says RCQs, if they had any today, went well. And that you keep at it. 
keep always keep at it. Keep trying. Don't give up on your deck because uh, you don't you don't think it's a good. It it will actually get you eleventh place. That shot hurt. Oh my god. Good. Um, yeah. No. Uh, like we we don't ever say this at the end, but yeah. You know. Uh, if you've made it this far and you enjoy listening to us just rant and rabble, uh, go ahead, uh, find us on YouTube, subscribe, subscribe to Spotify. It, it helps the channel out. It helps get the, you know, the viewership up there. So we, we can yeah, start. Yeah, we really want the opportunity towards- to go out and meet people and do that at Vegas. And, and yeah, it, it does help us out. We don't know how it works, but it does. <laughs> Yeah, no, we don't know how it works, but we're going to keep making content because we enjoy it and we're going to keep keep doing the best we can. And hopefully you'll see the the production value uh, increase and everything start getting uh, better and happier and nicer and more high tech and and all that better editing. We're we're hopefully getting a new editor on here pretty quick. We're actually going to be meeting with him hopefully tomorrow. Yeah, which would be great because I think that would help out getting more content out there by bringing the third person on for editing. So, yeah, uh, like I said, definitely check it out. Definitely, uh, you know, subscribe. It helps. Um, always, uh, you know, leave us comments. We will respond back. I am and, always on top of that shit. And, uh, you know, as, as always, you know, we'll see you in the next one. So. All right. Bye. Peace.